Rise and shine with the Word of God. Wake up Saturday mornings with a purpose. Tune in at 10 a.m. and join Antonia Roman as she sings and reads the Word of God. The Word of God will give you insight for the purpose in your life. Now here is your host, Antonia Roman. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. The fools despise wisdom and instruction. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. The fools despise wisdom and instruction. Hi everyone, good morning on this Saturday morning. I'm gonna try to attempt this again. I've tried this twice. <laughs> Something happened to files, so I've gotta redo it again, but I'm so grateful to my Heavenly Father that I can do that. So good morning, I hope that you have awakened, ready to dive into the Word of God, ready to get inspired by His Word as we continue with the series of Proverbs. We're gonna be diving into chapter 15. We're gonna be going from verse one through seven so that you can get your Bibles and your notepads out, pens to take some notes. And um, this is what our chapter 15 says. A soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. The tongue of the wise uses knowledge rightly, but the mouth of fools pours forth foolishness. The eyes of the Lord are in every place, keeping watch on the evil and the good. A wholesome tongue is a tree of life, but perverseness in it breaks the spirit. A fool despises his father's instruction, but he who receives correction is prudent. In the house of the righteous, there is much treasure, but in the revenue of the wicked is trouble. The lips of the wise disperse knowledge, but the heart of the fool does not do so. Father, we thank you for your word. In Proverbs 15, as you constantly remind us of the do's and don'ts, as you've been leading us through instructions, giving us wisdom of what to do and not do in our everyday life. And your guidance is what helps keep us on the right track and making the right choices and decisions for our life. And most of all, building relationship with you. So we just thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. My friends, I love these verses as I was reading them and I'm telling you man just this very first verse that says a soft answer turns away wrath but a harsh word stirs up anger how many times have we been caught up in having a conversation with someone and then all of a sudden the conversation turns into a major discussion 
And then after the major discussion, it turns into an argument of some sort and it just continues to escalate. And instead of saying the right thing, you both now saying the wrong things, going back and forth, and words are just coming out of your mouth that are not supposed to. And it stirs up anger in your spirit and in your soul. The next thing you know, it's getting worse by the minute. But God's word and his word, he says, a soft answer turns away wrath. So if that has happened to you, the best thing to do is say, hey, hold up, wait a minute. Let me give it a minute. Uh, Father, help me with the situation because it has gotten out of hand and people are about to start throwing some fist fights and we don't want to go there. So the best thing to do is ask God for wisdom and the right words and then just softly <laughs> say, hey guys, sorry. I may have said the wrong thing that stirred things up. And listen, you say that because whether you feel you've done it or not, you just say soft words. You say, hey, you know what? Let's bring it down from level 10 back to level one, right? Like they say in films, back to one, where everybody starts from the beginning all over again. And you can just say, hey, you know, sorry if I hurt you. That was not my intention. Hey, let's let's um let, let's simmer down here. Let's talk about it. Um, let's get through this, but peacefully. <laughs> let's not curse anymore. You know, sorry about that. I apologize. It's I'm at fault here. Let's take this to the, to the lower level. Let's simmer down. Let's chill, and let's start all over again right? How many times have you been caught up in an argument with someone where all of a sudden it just got out of hand? And God is saying, just use some simple, soft answer words to turn that away. Well, how many times have you all of a sudden been somewhere and somebody just started picking on you? Somebody started calling you names. Somebody started cursing at you. And you're like, what? Right? Sometimes that happens to us when we're driving. All of a sudden, somebody honks, honks the horn, or we just accidentally honk the horn slightly because a person's still at the green light and hasn't moved. And then all of a sudden, that person you know, comes alongside of you and starts saying some nasty things to you or rolls down the window and gives you some friendly gestures, if you know what I mean. And all of a sudden, it just starts to stir you up. You know, the best thing to do is just say, Jesus loves you and roll that window up and keep going, <laughs> right? So if you find yourself in a situation like that, my friends, just speak soft words, right? So it doesn't continue to escalate. And it says the tongue of the wise uses knowledge rightly, but the mouth of fools pours forth foolishness. Absolutely. If we ask, if we take that minute, we ask our heavenly father, Lord, could you please help me in this situation? I need help right now. I need to know what words to say. I need exactly to be able to see things correctly, hear things correctly, so I can say something out of my mouth to the other person, which is wise, which is knowledgeable of your knowledge, Father. 
So I'm not hurting them or disrespecting them in any way, but that I'm speaking the right thing. Gotta help you there, my friends, because we don't want foolishness coming out of our mouths. We don't want the wrong words coming out of our mouths. We want the right words correctly to come out of our mouths. So ask God for wisdom so that way the right words come out of your mouth. And it says here, the eyes of the Lord are in every place, keeping watch on the evil and the good. Ha ha! You didn't think God was watching everything, huh? Do you know that God sees every detail of your life? Do you know that he sees every move you make? So those times that you're like, oh, hey, nobody's watching me. No one needs to know. No one sees me. My neighbors don't see me. My, my spouse doesn't see me. My kids don't see me. My coworker, my boss doesn't see me. Hey, God sees you. That's all that matters. Listen, you're probably wondering, yeah, okay, he's seeing us, but why, Anthony, is he seeing the people doing the evil and the people doing the good? But because we're all going to be held accountable for our actions. We're going to be in front of God. God's going to be like, okay, here's what you did or didn't do. Now, he's not going to point a finger at us. He's just going to be like, listen, let, let's do a recap of what you've done, right? And then if you've done all these evil things, if you're on the bad path, like I would say, Man, just turn around and give that over to God. Get back on the right track. Listen, he's gonna see, he sees everything. God sees everything. You cannot hide anything from God. He sees everything. And if you're doing good, he sees the good you're doing too, my friends. If you're loving on people, caring for people, if you're doing the right things, man, he sees you. If you have a good heart and you're carrying out good deeds, he sees that. But if you're going around being a shyster, being a slick and slick slick type of person, doing stuff you're not supposed to be doing, God sees that too, my friends. You cannot hide anything from God. Let me tell you, you know that God is a good God. And the reason he's watching us is because he wants to see where our heart is. What is it that we're doing? Are we pursuing him? Are we pursuing God? Are we loving on people? And then it says here, a wholesome tongue is a tree of life, but perverseness in it breaks the spirit. How many times, parents, may you have said something to your child that was not nice? That your child might grow up with that for the rest of their lives and not get past it. Just a little example, and I'm not here to break down on parents. I'm not doing that. Just giving examples, man. It's what I do here in the podcast. I read God's word, and I give you examples. So your child gets a C in the class, and you go and you belittle him or her. You tell them they're dumb, that they're stupid, they're not going to amount to anything, that they're going to be flunking their class, that they're not good, that they're not going to amount to anything, blah, blah, blah. You get it? And then your child grows up thinking they're not worthy. They don't have value. They doubt themselves. They don't think they're good enough. They don't think they can get to the next level. Well, that's not good. We need to see it through God's eyes and be like, okay, my child, you got to see Let's see what we can do to maybe get you a B. 
possibly even an A. We need to sit back down. Let's see what the tutor might could do. Let's see the areas you're struggling in. Matter of fact, as a parent, I'm gonna take out time maybe once or two hours in the week, sit down with you, see how I can help you. You're gonna do well, my child. You're gonna get through this. You're gonna learn it. You're gonna be able to um, do what you have to do. You are capable. I know you can do it. You're gonna get that B. And who knows, if you get that A, wow. You know what I mean? Those are positive words you're speaking to your child. Those are positive words you want your child to know they can overcome that situation in their lives. They can overcome that struggle, that obstacle. And when you place positive words into your child of that situation, okay, you're giving life, right? You're giving the stuff that you are coming out of your mouth to that child, it's going to help them for the rest of their lives. But if you speak death to your child, your child's always going to think negative things about themselves. We need to always be speaking positive things about people, parents to children, children to parents, co-workers to co-workers, spouses to spouse. We need to be speaking positive words. Even if the situation is really bad, my friends, we need to speak positive words. We use God's word and we say, God, I know you can turn this around. This situation, I'm going to speak life. I am trusting, Heavenly Father, that you're doing something mighty in my son, in my daughter, in my spouse, in my co-worker, my whatever it is, my parent, whatever you're struggling with, you give that over to God so God can turn it around. But you have to believe it and you have to speak life and positive things have to come out of your mouth they cannot be negative you gotta believe that the situation can be turned around in the name of Jesus and then it says here a fool despises his father's instruction but he who receives correction is prudent how many times have we been following the instructions in Proverbs telling us we need to listen to what our parents say, our father, our mother, and ultimately our heavenly father who loves us. Whatever our heavenly father is telling us, how he's guiding us, he's doing it to protect us. If he's correcting us, it's because he doesn't want us to fall. He's trying to help us with the situation, but a lot of times we become rebellious to our heavenly father. We don't want to be obedient to what he's asking us to do or telling us not to do. And then most of the time, on earth with our earthly parents, we want to do the same thing. They're telling us something specific that we shouldn't be doing, but we want to rebel against them because we don't want them to be telling us what to do, young ones. we I get it. You're young. You're At this point, you think you're smarter than your parents. I get it. But you need to listen to your parents. You need to say, hey, you know, mom, dad, I get it. Thank you so much for looking out for me. You know why they give you correction or why they give you advice? Because they already went down that road when they were your age. So they already maybe went through something bad or, or situation that wasn't good in their lives and they want to avoid you from having to go down the same road. So they give you the correction. They give you the advice and they say, hey, follow our lead so this won't happen to you. So you'll be safe. So you don't end up this way, whatever the case might be. 
And if you're good to receive that, you ex- you accept the fact that your parents are giving you good advice, they're giving you guidance, man, that's going to help you with your life. That's going to set you up for good things, right? You're going to acquire healthy things in your life. You're going to acquire good things. You're going to, you know, God's going to protect you. So a lot of times, even us, we want to rebel against God and be like, well, God, you know, I don't want you to correct me. I know what I'm doing. I'm going to do it my way. I'm not going to do it your way. Man, that just leads to destructions. If you are struggling in that area, give it over to God because he's going to handle it for you. Give it over to him. But most of all, follow your heavenly father's instruction. When your daddy in heaven says, son, daughter, I need to do this, just do it. I need to stop here. I need to turn you to turn around. Just do it. And your earthly parents, whatever advice they give you and corrections, accept it and say, you know what? I'm wrong. Sorry. But a lot of times we don't want to do that. We want to rebel. God wants us to accept the correction that he gives us in our lives. Because he has a better way for us, a better path. And he knows our destiny. He, He has the end goal for us. But sometimes we want to mess it up for ourselves, right? So let's go here. Then it goes, in the house of the righteous, there is much treasure. But in the revenue of the wicked is trouble. Do you know that when you're walking with righteousness, when you're doing the right things for you and your family, there's treasure in that, man. When you're being obedient to God, when you're being righteous, when you're doing the right things, you're following his commandments, he preserves you. He gives you life. He gives you an understanding and wisdom. And he prepares you for the things he wants you to accomplish in your life, the purpose in your life. He does it for you. He does it for your family. And it even extends beyond that. He'll do it to your neighbors, your friends, your co-workers. An extension of blessings, an extension of favor, the treasures he has for us here. But man, do we have some treasures waiting for us in heaven? But God will bless us. He will bless us. If we're being righteous in our own homes. You know how I said earlier, a lot of people said, well, I'm in my home. Nobody can see what I'm doing. God sees everything. He wants you to be doing the right thing even in your home. Even in your home with yourself, your children, your family, teaching them the word of God, getting into the word, praying, meditating, lifting each other up, encouragement. There's a treasure in that, my friends. There's a beauty in that. God protects us. And if you don't do that, it says it clearly here in the revenue of the wickedest trouble. Listen, if you're not doing things correctly, man, you're going to find yourself going down a path which is not good. It ruins you. It ruins your family. It ruins your whole circumstance. It ruins your destiny. It ruins the things that God wants to give you with everyday life. And you find yourself in a chaotic situation and you're like, what am I doing? Right? So then it says, the lips of the wise disperse knowledge, but the heart of the fool does not do so. The lips of the wise disperse knowledge. When God gives you wisdom and you start to speak, 
What's going to come out of your mouth are the right words, wisdom, a way to help people with situations, a way to be a beacon of light to the situation at hand. How many times have you asked God, God, give me the wisdom for me to know how to handle the situation? I personally every day say, God, show me in the spirit what you want me to understand so I can deal with this in the natural. I need to see it in the spirit first. I need to understand that whatever I'm going to speak needs to be life because my lips could you know, could speak life or death. My tongue, what I say, right? We make that choice in life. We decide whether we want to speak life or death. And in the word of God, it says, your tongue can speak life or death. It's up to you. Which one do you choose? I know for me, I want to constantly speak life. And when I'm thinking about something that's trying to get into my brain and it's trying to have me think otherwise, I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. And I say, "Uh uh-uh, not today. Because what needs to come out of my mouth are sweet words, understanding words, words of encouragement, words of love, of compassion. Listen, if you don't do that, man, what ends up happening is that you don't, if you don't tap into the knowledge that God can give you, the wisdom he can give you, and your heart is struggling with areas of bitterness, anger, you know, you're upset, you have grudges, you have unforgiveness, okay? That's not going to allow you to do the right thing. And God wants us to do the right thing. He wants us to understand that his ways are better than our ways. So the way we think sometimes is the way we're going to speak. That's why he's not, no, 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 my child. Let me give you the wisdom so now you think how I think. And then when you talk, you speak like I speak. Because God's word is life. It's encouragement. It's peace. It's joy. It guides us. It protects us. We use it as a holy weapon to to help us in situations and protect us. I'm looking at all these verses from verse 1 through 7, and they're all consistent with how we handle, how we speak, what we say, how we react, what are our actions. What are the choices we make that are good or bad? And mostly, are we willing to listen to the instructions our Heavenly Father gives us? Are we willing to accept correction? Not be ashamed about it, not be upset about it, but to be humble about it and be like, you know, Heavenly Father, you're right. I screwed up, I messed up, I went down the wrong path, I made the wrong choices, I should have done things differently, I should have followed your lead. Let me get back on track, help me get back on track. My friends, look, your words that come out of your mouth, there's an accountability there. I have an accountability today in sharing the word of God with you. I'm reading the word of God to you. 
the God, the, the God that loves us wants us to understand his word. If you have an opportunity, continue to read the rest of this chapter. Continue to dive into the word of God for more guidance and understanding and instructions. Because Proverbs has always, always given us instructions of the things to do and not do. It gives us a perspective and understanding of what will happen if you turn the wrong way, if you make the wrong way. It's like when you're driving, if the GPS said to you, go left and you go right, you messed up the whole journey. You gotta maybe do a whole U-turn, go back down an extra 10 blocks, then do another U-turn. Do you understand what I mean? If you go against the perfect instructions that you are given, it just leads you down a different path, which gives you more obstacle, gives you more challenges, and unfortunately may stop you in your tracks of fulfilling the destiny God has for your life. So my friends, next time you're tempted to react, think wisely, ask God for wisdom. May the words that come out of your mouth be words of life. May the actions that you make be actions of good choices. And most of all, may you always continue to obey God for everything he's asking you to do. You know why? Because your heavenly father loves you and he wants the best things for you. This has been an amazing verses that we can take away with us today. Embed them in our hearts. Embed them in our spirit and our mind and our souls. So next time we find ourselves in situations that are not good, we can definitely go ahead and be able to get to where God wants us to be. So my friends, I look forward to diving into the word of God with you again next week where we will rise and shine with the word of God. Wake up Saturday mornings with a purpose. God bless you. Antonia Roman is the author of Confessions of a Christian Woman, A Journey in Marriage, A New Beginning. In this book, Antonia shares her personal journey in marriage and how she used God's word to help her overcome verbal abuse. Tune in next Saturday as Antonia Roman continues to dive into the word of God. The word of God gives you insight for the purpose in your life.